Hey y'all, welcome and thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Guide Down. We're just three sisters in the ob office and we do it for the culture, love, life, and vaginas of course. I'm your girl Jay, Jamie, if you will. I'm Stephanie and welcome back to another episode of The Guide Down. And I'm Dr. Wendy and y'all tuning in and it's going to be a good time. Here we go. Yes. What are we talking about today? What is driving the boat? Driving the boat. So, the Urban Dictionary defines <laughs> as... Oh, my God. Like the Urban Dictionary. I'm going to just be out of Urban. Let me, let me pull this on up, okay? Let me pull this up. Uh-huh. For y'all. So, okay. Urban Dictionary, which is the top definition, especially straight from the bottom. Oh. Yeah, we got to be very drunk. You know what I'm saying? Driving the boat is just having the bottle. Pick it for your mouth. So here's how I feel about okay. driving the boat. First of all, does driving the boat have to be a part of high girl summer? Because I know I was cute, had my, my selfie game on, you know, this summer here and there, but I wasn't driving the boat. Does it have to? You have to be? Do you have to drive the boat to be in the high, to be a high girl? No. All right. So as the, the medical professional in the room, I would like to say, uh-huh. we are all medical professionals, by the way, but as the, um, uh, the OBGYN in the group, I would like to say that driving the boat, meaning taking it to the head, as it were, (laughs) I worry about our alcohol ingestion and its effects on the body, namely the liver and also your hydration status. So when we talk about what it can directly do to the vagina, I do think that you can find yourself with some... um, some dryness, maybe even some irritation because you're just not as moisturized because your body is devoid of water because you've been diuresing, meaning taking a, in a lot of a lot of something that would make you pee out a lot of your water, like a diuretic. So caffeine uh-huh. is a diuretic, alcohol is a diuretic. Um, you know, some people take diuretics for blood pressure. You know, more power to you for that because you need to keep your blood pressure in check. But when we talk about alcohol and consumption. Yeah, put the boat down because <laughs> we might need to take in more water and make sure that our, our overall body and health are, are in order. I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. So, I see that. So, for people pushing 
are people pushing this, this driving the boat, blocking the boat? Are they, is that something that they're telling you to do? Ooh, good question. Is it peer pressure? I'm confused. Right. Like, turn the bottle up, take it to the head. That's like peer pressure. So, is someone out here telling people it's okay to do this? Does that make you cool? You have the choice. You have a choice. You drive the boat. What I would also add to that, because I think that's such a pointed question, um, Steph, is that uh, with the police sirens driving by me, um, is that because you know we in Chicago, you know, for all of y'all listeners, we in Chicago, so it's gonna be a siren every now and then. Um, <laughs> that's just part of how we live. Um, but I do think that anytime you feel as a woman or even as a person that you're being pressured into doing anything. That might be a time for you to step away because I think that the society at this stage does, we, we have a tendency toward that where you want to do what you see somebody do on social media, you, you want to do what you see somebody do in the video, you want to do what you think is now cool, but if it compromises your health, if you want to do it, do your thing, you know, and as long as you're keeping yourself safe. But if you feel like, oh, I'm not, you know, they over here doing it willingly, but somebody was kind of, you know, making me feel like this is what I have to do, you may need to step back from that, that, you know, circumstance. I don't know what y'all think. I mean, I think that even though you might know that it's something that's not healthy, people do it because, like you said, social media. There's videos of driving the boat. So, like, if you get people who look up to her, seeing her do this, then they're gonna think it's okay to do. I mean, it's in the Urban Dictionary. So that's another thing. If somebody heard that term and looked it up, and someone who's not as strong as the next person, and see that, oh, this is what it is. Oh, this must be cool. She did it. This must be cool. Yeah. So I don't think that that's a good thing. Sometimes it's hard to walk away from peer pressure when you got someone of some type of a certain statue or celebrity making you think that it's cool. Kind of like the sagging of the pants. The you see all hand. the rappers do it, mm-hmm. and now you got boys walking around sagging their pants, and nobody knows what they're saying it really means. But they do it regardless, even if they know that it that it has a negative thing about it. They do yeah. it because they see the rappers do it. Yeah. When rappers talk about drinking syrup in a song, everybody go out and buy bad syrup. So trust and believe, so I pay for that ad for that, you know, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just like Ducey, Ducey been out for a long time, and nobody was drinking it until you see the rappers with it. Yeah. And so it's like, even though it's alcohol consumption and may be too much for you, it, you don't think that far because you see somebody doing it and you want to look cool. Yeah. So it's hard to fight peer pressure. Yeah, so I think to step back, you know, and just and remember that all this stuff is your choice, you know, and if it's fun, do your thing, but, yeah. the, but the other thing about it is just be, make sure you're doing it in moderation. Don't they always say at the end of the commercials, drink it, drink, drink, please drink responsibly. You got to do that right. because otherwise your health can be a sin. you this great commercial of everybody having fun and at the end I say, drink responsibly. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of like, <laughs> right. So I do agree with you, with you both. Most people who go to and they go to say, you know, the things on the internet, they might take right on the phone. Yeah. always think that everything you 
Yeah, yeah, and I think the only difference that I say between alcohol and cigarettes is that cigarettes gonna hurt your body regardless, right? A little bit, a lot, and the same goes for vaping, if I could throw that in there. It still can be harmful to your body and actually is harmful to your body. But alcohol in moderation, you can tolerate, you know, but it's just a matter of how much. So, you know, no, if, 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 uh, you know, you're driving the boat every day, that's too much. You know, if you might do it once a week or once every couple of weeks, or if you might only have a couple of swigs, if you will. Do people still say swig? My grandmother says the way say swig. You know, if you only have a couple of swigs, then, you know, you may be fine. But if you're over here putting a whole, well, you know what a swig is. Well, you're putting the whole bottle back. <laughs> what they say now? Driving the boat, apparently. Grandma called that a swig. You know, get you a swig. Right. Shall we transition to the emergence of cuffing into this? Season. Right, because summer is gone, so now cuffing season is coming, right? I didn't know what cuffing season was. I, I, I saw it on, on the jam. Yeah, I saw it on the jam, and I was like, what is this? And then I had to Google it. What did it say? It said, and then I didn't say it's a black thing, but y'all said it is. It said it was the booing up, essentially. I don't know if booing is like a verb. It was the booing up. That happens in the fall when people, you know, yeah. stop running around and chasing different people and just actually settle down for a cold yeah. winter. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because it's, it's outside getting cold outside. People, you're not going to be going to no beaches and like walks. You just want to have that one person that you're going to be with. You're going to come over, sit down on the couch that you snuggle up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look out there. Now, do you think that people expect when they get all cuffed up apparently in the fall, I don't know if that's a verb either, when they get like that in the fall that they're going to be uncuffing in the spring? Or do they hope that that's the person that they're going to actually, you know, stay boot up with? Like, what is the projected cuffing status you know what i mean where we I at feel like they gonna they gonna uncuff after income tax <laughs> not able to think <laughs> 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 i feel like it's just like okay so in the summer you okay so would your roster include a cuff a person who you cuffed with last year in cuffing season? Or is that person done? Like, is that, did they get traded, you know what I'm saying, early? Yeah, you know what? Some people, some people have a definite, you know, half of people, you know, stay on the roster. Some people have a definite, you know, they on the Winter Bay? Yeah. So you got Winter Bay or you may have a whole new, you know, you've got you to clean slate that thing. Okay. Well, the thing about it here, so let's make these people connect, right? If you intake too much alcohol, can that be a good Good question. Good question. I mean, I don't think that we really connect like beer, 
you know, the yeasty stuff with yeast infections, although in theory that could make sense, but I don't think we connect that because even like eating bread and stuff that's yeasty wouldn't necessarily give you a yeast infection. Um, one, right. you can say that too much sugar can increase your system's pH shift right. and make you, lead, you know, your, your pH of your vagina shift over toward being yeast friendly. Um, but it's not like you're directly eating or drinking something that has yeast in it or was made with yeast and it's putting yeast in your vagina. So not necessarily. I don't think so. But I think that, you know, your 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 immune system being a little compromised because that also can be affected by too much alcohol. Your immune system cannot work as well. And so that, you know, not only can you get just more cold, you know, and, and feel sicker, but you can also have your vagina go out of whack. You know, the bacteria down there should be kept in check and the yeast. And if they if your system is weak, you haven't been drinking, you haven't been sleeping as much as you normally would. Cause sometimes those things all go hand in hand. Um, it can definitely increase your risk for vaginal infections. People sometimes say the vagina is like your barometer for your overall, you know, well-being. And that's not to say that if your vagina is perfect, then you're perfect. But it, but you can sometimes, it sometimes is a signal like you're not, you know, your body is not in tip-top shape because it's off, you know. So I definitely listen to those. those um, they're not wives' tales, but kind of because, it, you know, some of it's real, I think. You're not feeling right. Yeah, let's put down the alcohol for a few days or even a few weeks. Drink your water, you know, turn turn the situation around and get ready for cuffing season because when y'all boot up, you don't want to be like, oh, but my vagina, you know. <laughs> oh, my vagina, it's uncomfortable. So we gotta fix the vagina fix before cuffing. Yeah. Now did they say when it actually started? <laughs> Was is it a date? When you cuffing, do you have to have sex? Oh. I went there. Oh. I'm curious. Well, because the reason I asked the question is I, I recently have met this lady who is like a dating expert and one of her main things that she that she encourages people who aren't like in long term relationships is to date. She's like, You should date. You should be out here, you should get to know a bunch of people. Like don't feel like the one person that you're talking to has to be the only person you're talking to. Like date, you know, get out here, explore, find out what's out here. And to me, and again, I'm biased because I'm all about the sexual health. I don't see having sex with everybody as necessarily healthy for not only your vagina, but even your mental status. So then it's like, well, if I'm trying to, you know, kind of get comfortable and boot up, but the person is expecting that just because we're going out or we're we're hanging out, we got to have sex. I'd be like, well, do we know? You know, maybe we don't. Maybe I can still get to know you without, you know, if if that's what I choose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is what's your comfort level, and I don't. And if you have multiple partners, I just need to say protect yourself at all times. True. Where you feel like time to deal with this person who really just don't know. No, but good point because, yeah, you just don't want to take chances. And I don't, I especially, I tell like anybody, somebody who's out here dating, and if you with somebody who, you know, again, you're not exclusive with, or or even people serial monogamous, like you don't know when the last person was, was the last time they had screening. But, like, if you aren't sure what's the status and they're so comfortable not using condoms, I'm like, that's the last person I want to be, you know, sleeping with because then if they don't, if they don't want to use them with me, they're probably not using them with anybody, you know? That's a red flag if that's not somebody that you with long term and they think that, you know, they prefer not to use condoms. Like, that's just not the way that you want to be. I don't feel like when you when dating now, that's like a conversation. Sex is a conversation you should, like, have immediately as far as where you are, as far as not wanting to do it and where they are to find out if they want to do it. So you could just cut your losses in the beginning because there are people out here... 
all on social media. I actually know a guy that that says he's only going to date um, by the by the fourth date if he does not have sex with the woman. He's done with her. Mm. So this this seems like now because men are actually thinking this. They're thinking, you know, where they used to have that what that thirty day rule or sixty day rule or six month rule, right? God's not going for that anymore. I mean, because, and that's because there are some women out here giving it up on the first night. So it kind of wrecks it for the ones who want to wait, who want to get to know some nice setup in a man's mind and forget all this. And I, the, the same guy, I actually saw him recently, and he was out, and he said, this is, and I jokingly said to him, what day is this? Because he was out with a girl. He said, number three. He was like, she got one more day. So that's the thing by But you know what? Before it shouldn't be the question that you we can get to know somebody who start talking about sex. But nowadays with the way guys are out here, the way women are out here, that's something that needs to happen. It's your first date because if you come telling me, Well yeah, I'm looking to have sex with you well, by, by date number four, we might as well might as well not waste our time. But you know what though, and and I'll tell you this, when I was a single woman and if I heard that I and I know I'm not saying because I'm not single that I don't feel like this, but I just remember how my mindset was. If I was a single woman back then, I would have said, you know, oh, if it's by the fourth date, you know, if we don't have sex, then I need to, you know, then he's going to be done. Well, let me try to wow him or woo him or something in those first three dates, right? Like I would have been like trying to almost win him over, right, in those first three dates. Now in my, you know, what I consider a much more mature, I'm 38, much more mature mind, I would be like, like you said, cut my losses at the beginning. I don't need to waste my time with you. Like, I actually don't want to win you over. I'm sorry for the person who the next person who ends up, you know, having to waste their time with you, you know, because you to me, you the loser, not me trying to figure out how I can win. You see what I'm saying? Like, because I totally would have been on that. How do I win? How do I get this person versus like, no, that's not the one I want. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Who's counting my days? And I don't even mean that I was I'm somebody who would or would not have sex with that person. But you counting, like you sound like a loser. Like no shade, but kind of. Yeah. That's how they think. That's, that's, that's how they think, and they they say I'm not spending all my money on this this woman and taking her out to eat, and I don't get that from her. I say that's sad. Let's continue this conversation next time, y'all. On the next guy down, we gonna continue this love, health, and of course vaginas. And thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of The Going Down. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Going Down Podcast. Leave comments, questions. We'll be happy to answer them on here every week. This is Jamie signing off. This is Stephanie signing off. And this is Dr. Wendy signing off on another episode of The, the Going Down. Down. Yeah, she got <laughs> Help us, help us. I'm going to keep the clap in there, too. Like, why? Why I got the clap? Ooh. Ooh. Say one and a half. Right. <laughs>